can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, so (sighs) the bad news is that I accidentally jinxed your potential relationship. (laughs) It wasn't. Last week. Can you not say that it was one date? I had a really good date and it... You were very enthusiastic about it. I just thought it went really really well. And Joe started asking me about it on the podcast and I was like, yeah, I think it went really well. I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to jinx it. Anyway, mm. we'd already gone too far and yeah, that was, he cancelled on the day, which is, which is fine. I, yes, <laughs> I don't think it's okay. fine. Joe, you might have influenced me. No, you sent me a voice memo, I think, and said, and Linda was in the background and you said, you're going to be really proud of yep. me. Um, I have said no, I don't do last minute cancellations. And I am very proud of you. For I that do last minute because I, you have to value your own time. I do. I do last minute cancellations that are like, hey, like honest, like this is what's happened. Mm. Are you free on this night? Like that, yeah. That to me is okay, but this wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what then I said to Joe before, and I said, I was like, do you know the worst thing about dating is that I have they like guys follow me on Instagram and then it doesn't work out. And then, like, yesterday, <laughs> I'm like posting about my period, and then <laughs> and, your period on this. Yeah, I was like, I've got my period, and like these will like um absorb the blood. And I'm like talking about how my, good a period yeah, undies, though, totally. just saying, but yeah. then I've got you know, guys that I'm interested in, like, following me and watching all about my period. And I'm like, they're probably just like, okay, like, you know what I mean? You know what I think about that? What? It's like, if they found that content unbearable to watch, (laughs) they're not the one. Like, grow up. None of them said anything. It's just for me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like just, I've decided that I'm not sharing my Instagram with any potential dates until we've been dating for okay. like six months. Like I, I Interesting. just, I really don't want them on there. You're going to have to block them then because you're pretty easy to find. <laughs> if they're any kind of sleuth, like I can almost find anyone. Yeah, no, I can too. But it's, just on first name. But I'm it, very, very good at that. Do you know how, this is how I do it. I don't know if you do the same, but if there's a guy on Hinge and he's got his name, first name, and he's got his job title, yeah. I Google like name, job title, yep. Melbourne. He mm-hmm. will one hundred percent come up on LinkedIn, and then mm-hmm. you have then his, you have their surname. <laughs> then you can go. Then on you Instagram. go to Instagram. <laughs> then you go to yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, God, in case people weren't aware, that's what you do. And you have to. You've got to screen these people because yes. you know they're a random from the internet. So totally. You've got to make sure. But I did think after this last cancellation, I just thought. I just can't keep going, Joe. Like I really Yeah, no, I can't. feel that. Yeah. There's so much fatigue, I think, around dating, especially being Victorian and going in and out of so many lockdowns yeah. where you're like, you said to me the other day when we were chatting on your podcast, like, do you wish you'd tried harder to meet someone yes. before the All pandemic hit? Yeah. And I feel that for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are just like, God, I wish I had, I had someone, you know, to spend my time with. People don't want to leave their houses and they don't yeah. want to meet 
people like it's it's what I'm finding mm. anyway. And look, I've been I've yeah. been guilty of it totally. But you have you've yeah. really changed my perspective on it. I'm just like no, my t- I value myself and my time. I like it. A hundred percent. You have to because you've got to look out for yourself. Totally. And if they're not going to respect your time, why tolerate that? (laughs) I feel like Joe and I have taken this like a little bit. So my dad said I'm being too cutthroat. He's like, you're being. I disagree, Rob. (laughs) Joe, what's on today's episode? Okay, we're we're deviating away from the dating chat quite quickly. Uh, So on today's episode, we're actually sharing some of your cringy stories that you shared with Hannah on her Instagram stories because I couldn't think of anything else to have for a cringy convo and then I saw I put it on her stories and I thought, well, may as well repurpose that. Yep. Uh, And then we're also talking about home fragrance together and we also have Almira from Lumira, one of our favourite candle brands, uh, joining us today. And, of course, our products we didn't know we needed. Let's get into these cringy stories, Hannah. So I had been thinking a lot about like because I was in the car the other day and I was driving and and all of a sudden I had a memory come back to me. That memory was... It was probably ten years ago. So I went on. A, mm. I went on a date with this guy. He clearly was not interested in me. Mm. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, I sent him like a late night text, like, "What are you up to?" Oh no. oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and he responded. What? He responded the next day and was like, "I can't remember what he said, but it was." I, I still to this day. I, I thought about it in the car for some, just popped into my head randomly, unwanted, and I just oh. cringed. So it was like 10 years ago. Wow. It, yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're in the shower and you're yes. thinking about like your most embarrassing yes. moments of your whole and you're life. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, something that happened to me that I've just never forgotten. So I was, um, don't judge me, but I was going to the circus with my parents. Um, and, like this was a couple of years ago and um, I was wearing this new top and I'd thrown the top on like just getting ready really quickly. I was obviously like rushing and I'd forgotten to cut the tag off the back of the top, but I'd flicked it out the back so that I would remember to cut it off. Like I thought I'd feel it there and yep. just know to cut it off before I left. So I've left the <laughs> house and neither of my parents have noticed this tag on the back of my top. And so I'm sitting out for dinner and this lady comes up behind me and taps oh, me no. on the shoulder and she's like, I'm, I've been sitting there for like an hour, mind you. <laughs> and she comes up, she's like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, you've still got a tag on the oh. top. And I was like, oh, my God. The worst part of that was it was one of those tags that has the fabric tie. So you can't just pull it off oh. like you could with a plastic one. It was so embarrassing. And, that, and this is the thing that's not even embarrassing, but it's just something that you just can't. There was another one that came up quite a lot in the stories. You know when some, you look at someone that you don't know or you kind of know or whatever, they wave yeah. at you and you wave back yeah. and then you realise yes. they're waving yes. to someone else. Or you give them like a weird look because you're trying to work out who they are. I That is like the most – and then you have to pretend that you were like scratching your back or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I remember being really little. I probably maybe was only like four. And I remember being this um, like family friend gathering at a park 
and I ran over and like grabbed who I thought was my dad's oh, leg. Oh no. It wasn't my dad. And I like look <gasps> up and it's this like other man. And oh, I was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. No. Um, oh. Now, another one that I, because farting also came up a lot, people oh, farting yeah? during sex or whatever. Oh. And I, and I, first of all, farting, <laughs> I, we need to normalize farting. I had a thought yeah. the other day. Do you think the cavemen ever got embarrassed about farting? No. In front of their friends. This or, is definitely This is like a, a, a weird society thing. Exactly. And, yeah. But I did I was thinking of a time when I was quite embarrassed. I you know, when you feel like at a public toilet, um, you need to do, you need to do a poo. You have yeah. to. You just have to. Yeah, you gotta go. And you kind of look under the stalls and you wait for everyone to go and you, you think it's clear and then yeah. you just like start farting as you're doing yeah. your business because you know there's no one in there and then all of a sudden you hear someone coughing like in the next like this, yes. this happened to me um <laughs> I, yeah I gathered <laughs> and you're like oh my god and you have to wait in the stall until they leave the bathroom and you know that they're completely oh. gone yeah yeah because you, ha- you can't face that person you can't come out and open the door and be like hey and it's all but it's always great if there's a, a really loud dry yes Yes. Um, now, one's about bosses that came up. So this girl said to her boss, and then it reminded me of something that I did. She said to her boss, um, "Are you well? <laughs> Hold on. Are you well? Hu- are you well hung? <laughs> oh, oh, what did she mean to say? <laughs> she meant to say, "Are you hungover? Oh my god! <laughs> and, oh my god! And that reminded me, Dan, if you're listening, my old boss from Adore. I was once on a Zoom call with him, and he was frustrating the shit out of me. Sorry, Dan. And I rolled my eyes on the Zoom call, thinking video was off. Yeah. And he was like, "Hannah, am I am I annoying you?" Or he said something like he he pulled me. Oh, up I on remember it. this. I remember you calling me and going, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I just rolled my eyes, and I and I felt so bad. I really felt bad. I'm sorry, Dan. I did I did make up some excuse to him, but I did actually roll my eyes. So this is me admitting it to you. I don't think he listens to this. This is actually a good test to see if, I think he, might. <laughs> if he listens to this episode. I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you've heard this, Dan, uh, let us I know. I also call Dan dad a lot. Like I yeah. accidentally call him dad. Now, the other one that came up was lots of people screenshotting messages and then sending oh, and them sending back. sending it to other people. <laughs> and sp- oh, my God. But, but sending it to the person that they screenshot yes. the message. Yes. Oh. I, I did this and I accidentally sent it back to him and he replied, good on him, by the way, can you please not share my messages with your friends? Fair. <gasps> totally fair. <laughs> now, someone, um, and I thought, this has never happened to me, but some, but parents walking in on you having sex, I oh cannot think of anything worse, honestly. There would be nothing worse. Next, a girl said, um, my first day of uni, we needed to say our name and what we like to do for fun. And I said, hi, I'm Jess and I'm easy. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, 12 years later, I still cringe. Oh, aren't those like meet and greet things the worst? I always feel bad for people who start work at a door and you've got to like go into a um, Zoom call with the whole team and, like, tell them about yourself. And we all have to go around and ask them a question. Yep. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, and there was one girl that said being being sloppy drunk and kissing all the boys in the club. I was like, that sounds like a great night. I it don't sounds know. like Hannah's regular I, weekend. <laughs> I totally would not feel cringe about that at all. I'd be like, no. yes. I live. Live it up. I love drunk kissing in the club. Um, It hasn't happened in a really (laughs) long time. So, Hannah, we're talking all things home fragrance today. We do have a guest for this segment. But first, before we jump into that, I want to talk about our favourite candles because Mm -hmm. we are candle sluts, candle sluts. (laughs) (laughs) Reclaim the word slut. (laughs) All right. Okay. So um, we're candle sluts. So basically I want to talk about our top five candles right now because okay. I think we go through phases of what candles we like and what we're burning and then you finish one and you kind of forget it exists and then you get a new favourite. So let's go through our top five candles right now because I think there's a lot of people at home that are like, I just want a candle to make me feel better. Yes. Fair enough. Agree. It does work temporarily. Can guarantee that. Yeah. Um, so what are your top ones? Talk me through it. All right. So hopefully we don't have any crossover. So the first one is... We definitely will. Okay. So the first <laughs> one is Trudon Abdel Kadir. I just want to say up front, it's $129 for the candle, but I have a trick if you want to like smell it first before you buy. They do mm-hmm. wax melts and the wax melts are $39 for four wax melts. Ah. You put those wax melts in your oil burner and you'll die. Mm-hmm. Like the scent is the best. It is by far the best fragrance. Is it hot man? No, I wouldn't call it hot man. It is kind of, it's not like it's, Subtle. Okay. All right. And it very sensual and intoxicating scent. That's how I'm going to describe it. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing. So that's the first Mm -hmm. one. Do you want to do your first one? Yeah. All right. Um, First one I had on my list was the Mason Balsac 1642 candle. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned that as a PWD KWM before quite a while ago, but it's just such a beautiful, fresh I just, I find it clean. It smells clean to Mm -hmm. me. And I actually have that next to my bed at the moment because I like to just get a waft of it occasionally. Very nice. Really like that one. Um, Next is the Lumira Terra Australis. Have you? Oh. Okay. I've got that one also next to my bed. I always um, burn this one during lockdowns because it smells Mm. like nature. It smells like Australia. It's amazing. It does. It definitely does. Um, it's very, it's very fresh. Mm. I think it's not hot man. No, it's just it's a fresh earthy. fragrance. It's earthy man. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were on a camping trip <laughs> with, uh, yep. Except I don't like camping trips. <laughs> surprise, surprise! That's your vibe. <laughs> My second one was also a Lumira one. It was a Cuban tobacco. Obviously, yes. can't go past it. But I do actually like three Lumira candles. Yep. And it's one that I'm going to mention when we speak to Almira. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is that Terra Australis one and then Cuban tobacco, which I also really love. Next on the list is the Lola James Harper, the music studio on Truffaut Street, I think it's called. Long name. Yes, it is. So this one is Kashmirin Rose and Musk. Okay. Do you know what I love about their candles is actually the glass is amber glass. And they've mm. got really cool names. Can I tell you my favourite name of all the candles that yeah. they do? The Woody Office of Daddy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. That was selling out on a door. I just think that's just a great, great name. Um, yeah, someone in their office was like, 
how about this? Yep. And they were all like, yes. Yep. The Woody <laughs> office of Daddy. And the other thing I'll say is that if you're looking for like one of a really big candle, they do mm. a 1.4 kilo candle. Ooh. Yeah. So I love wow. I love big candles. So um, yeah. there's a hot tip. What's next on your list? Mm-hmm. Next on mine is the Glass House, the Hamptons mm-hmm. candle. That definitely has hot man vibes, but also fresh vibes. Mm-hmm. I love that candle. It's just one of my favorite things I've ever smelt, and I'll always have it. I will always repurchase it. I love it. All right, what's your next one? So the next one, and I think this might be on your list, is the Circa Home Jasmine and Mag- Jasmine it is, and that Magnolia because I really wanted to do like a cheaper candle so you guys didn't mm. think I was um, being inaccessible. Um, and they're not even that cheap, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't stopped burning that one since I got mm. given it. I love it. And I have the dif- the diffuser's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I only got it last week and I've had it on flat out. Mine's like half burnt and I got it like a week ago. Really? Oh, my God, I haven't stopped. <laughs> I'm loving that one. That one's a cheaper yeah. option. It's the best to put on after you've cleaned because mm. it just smells so like floral and but it's light it's not like heavy floral like no it's not a heavy it's very light and airy and I don't like a really overly floral scent so neither do I but I really liked it yeah next on your list Juliet has a gun not a candle I find that that's not super strong it's not super strong but because I love that scent I love that candle because I just can't get enough of it. I reckon that's more of a bedroom candle as opposed to a living space candle because I felt like it didn't fill the living room with it. Yeah. But in my bedroom, when it's a smaller space, I think it fills it more. I do have a final one, but I spoke about this recently. So it's the Glasshouse Sacred Heart candle. I just love the packaging of it. It fits so nicely with like the styling situation I've got going downstairs. As I said, smells a bit churchy, but I like that. So candles really just transform your life, don't they? That sounds dramatic, but they do. They lift your mood 100%. All right. Well, let's speak to Almira Armstrong from Lumira about home fragrance because I'm sure she has much more value to add than we can. So we have Almira Armstrong from one of our favorite fragrance slash candle brands, Lumira, joining us. Uh, she actually made the Cuban tobacco candle, which is one of our favorite candles and now fragrances because we both have the perfume as well. We call it Hot Man Smell. Can you tell us, Almira, what inspired you to create that particular fragrance and why do you think it's so popular? You know, it took a year to create this scent. So, you know, I really wanted to create um, a truly shared fragrance, even though a lot of people, you know, it is called the Hot Man Smell. I love that you um, you guys have have termed it as that. Um, You know, it's loved by, you know, women and men. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful scent that can be, you know, worn all year round as a perfume oil or a parfum or burnt in many different um, rooms around your space. So, uh, look, Cuban tobacco was drawn from the inspiration of the streets and the old world of Havana, uh, you know, from the people and the food and the interiors. It's just such a magical place. My favourite memory is actually just simply walking the streets of Havana. I loved seeing the people and their, you know, their happy faces. They seemed, you know, so content with their life, surrounded by this old world beauty. Hemingway lived there on and off for more than 20 years and the country was such an inspiration for um, some of his work, you know, The Old Man and the Sea. I think with Cuba 
and Havana especially, it's such a vibrant and colourful um, city. And, you know, the tobacco um, candle especially, you know, this represents an earthy and authentic joy of this magical place. And every time I either burn or I'm, I'm wearing the fragrance, you know, I'm immediately transported back to those times. And I kind of hope that, you know, that this would also give a picture of what, you know, a memory or a, um, an inspiration for other people who, you know, love this fragrance just as much. It's just a beautiful fragrance to be able to um, draw to for men or for women. Mm-hmm. I like to burn it in my house, especially after, what have we been in six months mm-hmm. of lockdown in total? I think Hannah yeah. and Victoria. So it reminds me of being able to walk past hot men in the street that have a really nice cologne on, but I'm in my own yeah. house um, because I don't think I'm going to be doing that for Almost a while. Almost the same, Joe. Almost. Almost the same. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I agree. Like, I mean, it's it's one of those scents you just want to, you know, bathe yourself in. Yeah, mm. it really is. It really is. Um, So candles are absolutely flying off our shelves at the moment, as well as other home fragrance like diffusers. Why do you think we've all become so obsessed with home fragrance? Look, I, th- I think because our homes are our sanctuaries and, you know, from what's happening outside in the world, we want them to be as beautiful and comfortable as we can make them. And, you know, beautiful candles and home fragrance is an important part of that. You know, lighting a candle can completely change the energy and the ambience of a room. And I think the more and more, and more of us are discovering this, even as popular culture, like what you're when you're watching a movie, um, you know, when the candles are lit, it, it's about being calm, um, having that relaxation time and, you know, the mood that's created by that flickering uh, natural light is just so beautiful in a space. Mm. I don't know. Like, I also think that, you know, scent changes our whole attitude to ourselves, how we're feeling just by um, walking into a room that smells beautiful. I think it, you know, sets off that mood. Like you just instantly feel really happy. Mm. And then also like, you know, being transported to another space because during lockdown, you know, I think these were the the things that kept us, you know, happy and really wanted us to, you know, be transported to somewhere where we, you know, we used to travel to or a time that we, you know, enjoyed um, years before this or all these things and all these emotions and feelings, um, you know, play a part. I also feel I should give you a little bit of an insight. We're launching a diffuser um, later this year and obviously Cuban tobacco. Is it Cuban tobacco? Yes. Mm, Give me 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it's Cuban tobacco. I can't say too much about it, but there's... um, I mean, obviously Adore Beauty will be the first to have one or have this product, but, um, you know, I really wanted to focus on the wellness and, you know, the ritual elements that we've so um, cherished during this time. So, um, yeah, watch out. It's it's probably around October, November. So um, I'm putting it on my calendar. Um, I actually love that you mentioned that piece around us being transported back to another time because, Hannah, we've spoken a lot about how there's a link between smells and memory Mm. and I've got a shocking memory but if I smell something it transports me back Mm. I'll instantly remember where I was at the time where I used to love that fragrance Mm. and that's so true I think that probably does contribute to why candles and home fragrance are so popular at the moment and just being able to transform your mood like we cleaned the whole house 
the other day and um, we both looked at each other we were like, should we light a candle <laughs> after we'd finished? And it was like the accomplishment <sighs> that we'd cleaned the house, we could put a nice candle on and we could relax for the rest mm. of the day. So I think it really does set up your mood too, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, for for me and for Lemira, like, you know, it's really about, um, you know, designing fragrance that elevate our everyday life. So, you know, mm. if it is cleaning the house or um, reading a book or just having a glass of wine, you know, it's those special moments that, um, you know, can really change the way we feel and the, and, mm. you know, the rest of the evening so or, or day. So what role do you think packaging has in home fragrance, considering a lot of us now use candles as styling pieces, which has only really happened over the last maybe decade and a bit? Yeah, look, well, for me and for Lumira, look, a candle is a luxury item. So it's something that I think you either you gift to somebody else or you're gifting to yourself. Um, mm-hmm. The packaging is so critical because it's part of the experience. You know, when you unpack your candle, there's, you know, not only the reveal, um, but there's the visual elements of the candle. And then, you know, you're hit with the scent for the first time when you've opened the box. It's almost like, you know, so much joy in unpacking a candle and, you know, holding the candle to your nose and smelling it for the first time. Um, I think it's really, really important. Visually, you know, the candle should tell the story of the scent it will release. And, you know, it should be as beautiful and sophisticated and intimate as the atmosphere it will create. I also feel that, you know, it's it says something about you and your taste. So like when someone walks into your house, mm. like immediately, you know, they're going towards your candles, they're picking it up and smelling it or, or they're just looking mm-hmm. at it because you don't want to burn it and it just looks so beautiful in your space. Yes. So I do think, you know, it's really important to, you know, have something that is beautiful, but also um, quality is so important as well. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if you are spending the big bucks on candles, what should you look for to make sure you're buying something that's high quality? Just as an example, I was walking through Ikea the other day, you know, they've got those really cheap candles with my dad. My dad's like, should we go look at the candles? And I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. I could smell it I could smell the two dollar candles from a mile away what should we be looking for (laughs) yeah no I mean you can smell the vanilla right it's the the first thing that kicks you from Ikea yes yeah yeah (laughs) um look again I think it's the care that you know you take in the packaging and the branding um if those elements are well understood and executed then you're more likely to be getting a quality product um, you know, there's care shown in every element of Lumira's um, candles. I think perhaps another indicator of quality, especially for us, you know, is the information that you receive on how to care for your candle and how to get the best experience out of it. We supply wick trimmers and snuffers, so, you know, which look beautiful and sophisticated, but it also assists in keeping um, your candle beautiful from beginning to end. So I think, you know, they're really important things Um to look at like you know obviously the glass is really important and ultimately it's like you know what is it saying what kind of statement piece is this um that you're saying and putting in your home mm. why would you purchase something like lumira or even something that's even more expensive over buying that ikea like what would compel you i mean look as i think there is a place for the ikea buyer um because you know they that's something maybe they just want something to have that they can just burn on a regular basis and not care about how much money they're spending, yeah. you know, so that it's yeah, just kind of like true. that throwaway um, um, kind of item. Whereas, you know, when you're spending more money on, you know, let's like Lumira, Cietredon and, and all those um, brands, 
it's all about the experience and the 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 mm. look and the and I think obviously fragrance plays a huge part on um like the luxury element and the the pricing of it because mm-hmm. you know we spend so much time um working with our perfumer in order to get the fragrance like you know our, some of our fragrances are, are a year in a making and so imagine how expensive mm-hmm. that process is and so that's kind of why you yeah. know some of these brands are so expensive and and I mean look if we talk about Sia Trudon um, I'm happy to say that you know we could we sit really well with their brand and because you know some one could buy the um I don't know how much their candles are but they could buy let's say it's 150 and they'll happily buy Lumira with it because they kind of know that they actually look beautiful together and they work they, really, they work really beautifully mm. in the home um and you know and, and Hannah that, speaks from personal experience I've she's got, got both. both on display I have, I have three <laughs> Lumira candles on display and then I have a huge like a really big seared on one. Yeah, they look great together because of the gold and the black. Exactly. And, you know, they've been around for hundreds of years. So also, you know, that's a that's a different um, selling point too from a luxury standpoint. Mm. And, you know, we're relatively new and up and coming, but, you know, we've worked so hard on a lot of elements and, you know, even having um, sustainable glassware, you know, which is 100% recyclable, um, you know, because it's not painted glass is a really important element for us. And that also adds to, you know, um, why people have to spend a little bit more because they know that they're going to get the quality. Mm -hmm. Well, we love the brand, obviously. Um, (laughs) That's good to hear. We can't get enough of Cuban (laughs) tobacco and we are putting it down on our calendars that there are diffusers on the way, hopefully around October, November, let's hope. In time for Christmas, perfect. Hannah, that's going to be my Christmas present to you. Amazing, (laughs) yeah. Thanks for joining us, Almira. It was nice to chat to you. Yeah, and you. Thanks, Joe and Hannah. So my product I didn't know I needed today is actually one that I'm using on my chest. So I find that I get, for some reason, get a lot of texture on my chest. And the only thing I can put it back to is I got really badly sunburnt once on my chest. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, it's just like, I don't know, a little bit more textured than the rest of my skin. So I've been wanting to use um, something on my skin that I don't feel like is going to take off all of my tan, like fully strip it off, but that's going to help to keep that area hydrated, but also kind of do something active. So I am using a product that I didn't think I was going to be able to incorporate into my face routine because I don't use many oils, but I'm using the Disciple Dreamy Skin Retinol Oil. That's retinil with a Y, not retinol. What's the difference? So that's a more gentler form of vitamin A. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty like beginner level. So if you wanted to start on something like this, if you've never used a retinol before, you could. It's 62 bucks. The good thing about it is that it still gives you kind of those benefits of your retinol. It's got rosehip oil in it as well. But the reason I like to use it at night is because it's got frankincense in it, which is meant to reduce the feeling of stress and balance the mood. And I'm having trouble sleeping lately. So um, I'm finding that when I'm rubbing that on my chest, it's kind of like, you know, when you used to put Vicks on, mm-hmm. when you'd have like a blocked nose, it kind of like wafts up and you can smell it as you're going to sleep. So I'm quite liking it. Uh, it's keeping definitely the texture at bay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the area looks more even, but it's not fully stripping off my tan as like a more hardcore retinol product would. 
So I'm finding it's uh, it's doing the trick without ruining my weekly tanning routine, um, but I'm liking it so far. So I've only been using it for maybe a week or so. But what is this? What's this new brand? I've not heard of it. Uh, Disciples, like a, they're based in London and it's more of a clean beauty brand. So mm-hmm. there's a psychotherapeutic approach to the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ask me what that really means, but <laughs> um, the the woman who started the brand actually works as a, as a psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. So it is quite interesting if you read a little bit about the brand. Obviously, this isn't our usual like you and I are very much um, cosmeceutical snobs, yeah. But I really wanted to give it a crack, and I knew that an oil was going to be hard to fit into my routine, especially in like if I'm going to be using a retinol, I'm using something a little bit stronger. Yeah. So yeah, decided to use it on my chest, and seems to be doing the trick. I'm assuming because it's psychotherapeutic. There's like a, it's got their sense. Yes. Yeah. What's yours? So, Joe, I was doing a YouTube video the other day and I was doing, it was my hair journey, my three-year hair journey. Mm, yes. It's been very popular, that video. Yes, I know. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Mm. Um, so I was grabbing all the stuff from my bathroom and putting it into a box so I could film and I realised that I had gone through my second tub of the Kerasilk, the Goldwell Kerasilk Control Intensive Smoothing Mask and I realised I'd never even spoken about about it on this podcast and it's one of my favorite smoothing masks for frizzy hair Ooh. the whole goldwell kerasilk range is really good that it has keratin in it um, and it's also if you've had a keratin treatment those products are really good to maintain the results of your keratin treatment mm-hmm. so i really recommend this is like a deep mask i actually don't use conditioner i only use like a really moisturizing mask or something like olaplex or k18 so i kind of go from Olaplex to K18 to this Goldwell mask. Yeah. So it will just make your hair really soft. It also, the other really good thing about it is it has humidity protection in it as well. So I mm-hmm. find every time I use it, um, my hair is much more manageable. There's less frizz. It's much smoother when I straighten it. So if you're looking for a good hair mask for frizzy hair, I would highly recommend. So I have, um, I don't really want to admit this, but I've been speaking about it on Instagram. I've got a new Colin mm. Farrell. I don't, I'm not into him anymore. We're done. We're oh. done with Colin Farrell. <laughs> what if he happened to call me and be like, I've heard you want me on the podcast? I mean, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> but I'm really obsessed with um, James Spader. I know that sounds I really I knew you were going to say that. I was about to, I was about to talk <laughs> over you then. I can see that you've got a new crush and I honestly I don't see it. I'm struggling to understand okay. what the attraction is. Joe, can you go like uh, I'm you know what, I gotta send you I know who James Spader no, is. No, but you're thinking of old James Spader. You're not thinking about young James Spader. Yeah, but Spader. you're watching uh, you're watching no, no, no. shows with old James no, Spader. No, I'm not. No, I'm doing I'm doing movies with young James Spader. Okay. I'm gonna look that up. No, right no, no, now. no, no. I'm gonna young... I'm, I'm texting you a photo right now. No. Yes. He's gotta be hot in all No. He is. he is. I'm looking at it now. I'm texting you my favourite photo. He's no. such a spunk. Okay, it's not even his looks, Joe. It's his voice. He has a deep, sexy, soothing voice and I'm obsessed with I it. I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing. There is I... a whole Reddit dedicated to why is James Bader so sexy. I, I can see the Colin Farrell attraction. I get that. <laughs> This I'm struggling more with. I'm not going to lie. 
So I'm like totally in love with him. So anyway, I mm. watched the full, I watched every episode of The Blacklist in the last few lockdowns mm. and then it was over. And and it's less about his looks. It's more about his soothing. Like even when he's shooting okay. people, I feel soothed oh. by him. His voice okay. just soothes me before bed, even though it's quite violent. The, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you know who I rediscovered recently? Who? Who was like an icon at the time, yeah, Chad Michael Murray. Oh, remember how much how obsessed so everyone used to be with Chad Michael Murray? No, huh? I never was. Typical of you, though. Oh, T- too good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you joking? Nah, nah. I watched not. a Cinderella story the other night, and I was like, oh, he's just. Nah. Who even looks like that? Not my type, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way too conventionally attractive. Speaking of, though, that yes. guy that added me oh, on Instagram. Yes, update. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, he has been DMing me, so. Um, it's all on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. What's his we'll personality see. like, though? Can't really judge that yet. Send a voice memo. Oh, okay. Send a voice memo. Yeah, I don't really do that with yep. men, but yep. sure. So <laughs> I, know, I know straight away when I hear their voice if we're going to have a connection. I can tell. Really? Oh, yeah. I can tell straight away. And okay. uh, the other, I've been chatting to this guy on Hinge for like ages. And yeah. I said, oh, f- I've got to hear his voice. So I said, send me your number. I'm going to send you a voice memo. And um, I sent him a voice memo and he sent one back. And I was like, no. Nah. I, and I knew. And I know that's really cut. Oh, no. But I knew. I just knew that what is it about the voice it's a range of things I can just tell okay I can just tell if if there's gonna be like a bit of chemistry is that do you think I'm being too harsh uh a little bit yeah don't you meet someone and you hear their voice and you're like their tone yeah the things that they say and the jokes that they make you can tell yeah, you can. I thought you were just going based on like tempo. No, 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 no. It's, and I was like, that's a bit harsh. No, it's it's the whole thing. It's the conversation. Okay. Anyway, I'm probably being too harsh, but. All right. Well, uh, I'll give that a crack. But um... Wait, Joe, can you do it right now yeah. and we'll record it for this podcast episode? No. Please. Oh God, just, no. for the con- just for the content, please. <laughs> no, please. No. Quickly, just do it now. Open open up no. Instagram and do it. And just be like, hey, I'm just, I'm just recording the podcast. We're just doing a bit. Do oh it. no! I'm not going to tell him that we speak about this on the podcast. I don't want them. I don't want them to flock here. Do you want me? Do you want me to send a voice memo to someone? I could do it. I could send yeah, a voice do memo. It. All right, you go. Send a voice memo to someone, and I want to hear it back to make sure that you've done it. No, no, no. I'll do it next time. Well, I'll do it next yeah, time. That's what I thought. You happy for me to do it, but you wouldn't do it live either. All right, we will give you a voice memo update next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 